Hello. Hello. And welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Kiempa. My name is Aaron. The movie this week was Wild Zero from 1999, directed by Tetsuro... Oh, why did I write down so terribly? Tetsuro Tekauchi, starring Guitar Wolf as himself, Drum Wolf as himself, Bass Wolf as himself. The members of Guitar Wolf. That's the name of the band, right? Guitar Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Masashi Endo as Ace, Kwan Charu Shiti Chai as Tobayo, and Makoto Inamayu as Captain. I don't think we need to go into anybody else other than this. You no. Know, no, that's fine. That weird couple was nice. <laughs> they were nice. Mm-hmm. They had problems. Yeah, but it all got solved. That's right, man. <laughs> After they came back. Sometimes they come back. So I've I've never heard of Guitar Wolf before seeing this movie. Um, But word in the street is that he's like one of the greatest guitar players on the planet. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. I had never heard of this band before or this movie until just today. I think it's just... Wait, I think Guitar Wolf is just Guitar Wolf and that's his... I think it's not a whole band called that. I think he's just... Called Guitar Wolf. Mm. Mm. But there's a bass wolf and a drum wolf. Yeah. Well, it's a movie. It's called something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, what, what you're saying is that the Guitar Wolf band is just Guitar Wolf? No, it's just Guitar Wolf, and then he just has some guys play behind him. But I think for the movie, there had to be something else. I'll say that oh. they, there might be, different, so. yeah. might be different bass wolves and drum wolves, depending yeah. on the situation. I, so. I see. Because sense. whenever you talk about him, you say, oh, this is Guitar Wolf, and it just shows him mm. by himself. So. Okie dokie. He is the Hideo Kojima of Guitar Wolves. Wait, he's, that doesn't make any sense. Never mind. He's pretty smooth. So, you picked out this movie, Kempo. Yes, I did. Now, why? Why did you pick this thing? How dare you? No, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's... It's a lot more toned down now that I watched it now. But before, when I remember when it released on DVD, mm. or actually, you know what? I might have had it on VHS. It was. It seemed a lot more out there. But um, then again, I think it's because I've seen so many Japanese films that it doesn't seem as surprising anymore <laughs> as to uh, when it was coming out on VHS. There wasn't a lot. I still got lots of, of lots of good special touches, though. 
But I'm saying, I'd have to say, though, uh, as a movie, it's the only one I've seen where you fight aliens and zombies with rock and roll. (laughs) And perverts. (laughs) Same thing. I I think I've seen aliens and zombies with perverts. You fight the perverts with rock and roll. Yeah, you fight (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah. They think they're. Yeah, you don't throw perverts at aliens. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could, but that's going to weigh you down. <laughs> but um, I guess had you can't really describe this movie that well because I think even the movie had a problem describing itself. <laughs> it's- a couple of combinations of other movies like that inspired it, but I think yeah, it's it's pretty good, unique that way, right? But, yeah, there's a lot of. You know, it's right. definitely yeah. Night of the Living Dead, but with so much tasty stuff mixed into it. <laughs> you know, tasty? Lo- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Awesome soundtrack. Oh, yeah, definitely. Wish I could find the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I want it too. It's on Amazon. No. Is it? Aaron, it was my birthday. And Don't you didn't worry get about it. it. Don't worry, it's only a matter of time. Oh. Uh. I'm oh, lucky this whole oh. month is my birthday. Aaron just flew off. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> I don't know how I did that. But uh, let's see. How could I break it down? Guitar Wolf? Rock and Roll? Who's the main character in your opinion? Gosh. This movie seems to not really have one singular character at the helm, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, maybe it's Guitar Wolf. No, no. That's an easy one to latch on to. It's, um, Tobio and the other and person. Ace. And Ace. Yeah. Ace is the main character. I mean, Ace I mean. seems like he is, but then he's like in, in some big chunks of the movie where he's just not there. Like, you know, it's it's Blade Wolf and whoever the military lady is. Did you say Blade Wolf? Yeah, Blade Wolf. Oh my gosh. It's because I'm thinking of uh, Metal Gear Rising. Uh, Guitar Wolf. Yeah. Right. The, the guys who made Metal Gear Rising. They must have seen this movie because it's it's got that like hardcore rock thing going on in the video game, oh, and really? like violence and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, for reals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. It's, it's fun. <laughs> you know what the main character is? Is the rock and roll? Yeah, yeah. It's totally. all just about. I mean, it's kind of like the whole movie is just based around showing, showcasing all these songs and having just a bunch of explosions on these <laughs> and aliens. All over it. That's just the whole reason of it. <laughs> it's it's just very mixed with so much stuff. Like, it cuts from several different people. And some of the shots, I don't even know why they're there at some points. But I don't think it takes away from it. No, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. The visuals are... The music scenes are really great. Characters are okay. I mean, you don't really. <laughs> it's more like the situation more than the characters. <laughs> right. It's not very in depth. Like we don't. Do we get to know any of these people? Like beyond. Ace thinks he's a loser, but he's ready to prove himself. And or it's more like he wants to be the greatest, so mm-hmm. he tries to be like Guitar Wolf, thinking that he could maybe someday be better than Guitar Wolf, and then just kind of slam down to the point of where he's like, oh, I suck. Yeah, he's really- Why did I think I could do this? He and- starts off being like, I oh, I gotta tell this manager, I'm I'm the best. I'm way better than Guitar Wolf. And then later he's like, I don't even know how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. What, did you, what did, was he gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's talk um, about the music, because I think oh. that's important. Uh, Sarah, you said that you really liked oh, it. Oh, yeah. You recognized a lot of the music. I, I recognized some. I wasn't familiar with the music of the main um, character or main band that's featured in this movie, but I have to say I'm definitely checking them out now. And this is like a quintessential like music movie from the 90s. I had a few of those that I just watched like on repeat when I was younger because they were fun to watch and they had awesome music. It's kind of like an MTV kind of generation of um, movies where the music would just like kick off and just keep you going through the whole thing. Like, and I mean, it's definitely, it's dated now, that kind of movie. I mean, I've seen a few movies recently that still have a lot of music featured that are really well done. But um, this kind of like rock and roll and the story almost being like a music video to this gnarly music yeah. is like something you don't really see that much anymore. Very true. But I, I definitely recommend it to anybody who likes um, music or anybody that likes 90s movies especially. But I think that it's definitely like a good movie to just watch anyway. Like, like a zombie movie. Yeah. To, like, clarify, it's not a musical, but it is a movie with, a basically, with that's revolving around music. So Ooh. no one goes out and dances on it, but there's definitely, like, tons of concert scenes, almost, like, music videos. Like, just, it seems like they just have these scenes just to show the music mm. in it mm-hmm. and have awesome things. Like, uh, what's another movie that you think it kind of has that same... Mm. I can't think of another movie, but I mean, I just have to say it again. I didn't know who Guitar Wolf was. This movie totally like promoted him for me. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, I want to know more about Guitar Wolf. Dude, I, dude, fight zombies, aliens. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was like um, Risk Cutters features Gogo Bordello. Oh yeah, and a character that's supposed to be the singer. I still haven't in seen the movie. Risk Cutters. Oh yeah, they trying to get her. They to see heavily it. feature the band Gogo Bordello cool. in that movie and. Isn't it got me into them. Isn't um, everything is illuminated? That also uh, features Gogo Bordello. Oh, oh, I don't know. Everything is illuminated? Oh, with, you, with your boyfriend in it. I, I had no idea. It's kind of like, um, actually, a lot of 80s don't you movies. dare talk about Elijah with that one. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a lot, there was actually a lot of 80s movies that were like that, where mm-hmm. it wasn't a musical, but it had just tons of, like... Like um, Empire Records? Or uh, what were you thinking? Yeah, but I was thinking of uh, Starstruck. The Australian film, mm-hmm. and it had uh, music in it, and it was best like just completely musical based. But people weren't all. Oh no! Wait, no, they were all dancing and one scene. But but yeah, there's a lot like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, or like there are movies oh, where know. there's like just Bird music comes in. Yeah, Guardians Bird. of the Galaxy. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, Garlic's highly Bird. driven by its soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. like soundtrack. the soundtrack is a character based. But I would probably compare it closest to like movies like um, maybe would you say Rock and Roll High School or and <laughs> Starstruck? Yeah, my, Rock and Roll High School is a good example because that's already a cult movie that like revolves around the Ramones. Yeah. Except for this movie, Wild Zero's good. <laughs> Rock and Roll High School is kind of crap. I've heard. I haven't <laughs> yeah, seen that one, I but don't. I've heard. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, it's okay. You know, it's 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 much better than the sequel. <laughs> the, from what <laughs> I, I didn't understand. even. I haven't bothered to watch Rock and Roll High School forever, but from what I hear, oh. you're better off just watching Water Oil. 
<laughs> I just couldn't get past that girl with the pigtails that Ooh. kept having to say she's a rock and roll <laughs> chick. I just wanted to smack the shit out of her. That's, that's just like all of us. But um, our pigtails. I think the difference between a lot of those movies and this one is that this one is just like charged. Like it is just. There's a part where uh, Katarov's singing and his microphone shoots fire into the audience when he <laughs> sings into it. And everyone seems to be cool with that. Everyone's perfectly fine. It seems Sorry. really, you know, they they should probably get new equipment. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember there being a lot of electricity on stage, like, while they were playing in the very first scene. Uh, you see Katarov playing and there's, like, electricity coming off his guitar, oh, yeah, yeah. off the mics. Like, they're just living electricity. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he shoots those electric guitar picks later, and the main mm-hmm. bad guy gets electrocuted. Yeah. And he that's, does, yeah. yeah. That's when he flips his wig. Yeah. Literally. Well, he shoots, like, yeah. A captain. So he's just using all these music-type things to destroy mm-hmm. it. So his guitar, and also the sound of his guitar, also his guitar is like a sword, mm-hmm. and then he throws oh, uh, guitar he- picks... He doesn't reveal that sword until the end. It's cool. It's it reminds me of uh, I was really mad at Pacific Rim when the Jaegers finally pull out that gigantic sword. I was oh. like, you had that the whole movie. <laughs> I agree with you. That was kind of like a whenever a monster got close to you, why didn't you just poke it with yeah, your sword yes. moment? <laughs> I think it just took. More energy out now. It's the last minute. Like that's if you really need an emergency it's, thing. It's, yeah, it's the thing there. They're like, oh, the audience might be floundering at this point because we've been having them fight the same couple monsters. Let's break out a new thing. Like, hey, man. But they, it wasn't like that in this movie. This movie no. had plenty of cool stuff going on. It has, um, let's say, it has a mix of let's say mostly rock and roll, but also rockabilly sounds to it, and, and punk. Um, yeah, punk. punk. So it's a nice blend. So it's not just all the same type of music all the way through. It's very gritty looking, but it's also very cheesy gore in it. <laughs> you see some uh, zombies in there, and it's more of a not American zombies where they're completely an empty shell. It's more like, I guess I've seen a lot of Japanese horror films sometimes where they're green or blue. <clears throat> they're still conscious and they can think. They're just kind of... Like they're drugged or something and falling apart, or mm-hmm. that kind of energy. But they still eat people. They're just more like they could talk and try and trick you. <laughs> A lot mm-hmm. more in those than American zombie movies, or I guess British ones too. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll have you know, in Land of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, one of, one of the zombies picks up a gun or something like that. He uses his brain, man. And he's really annoying because he keeps going. Ah! Oh, that one where he looks yes. at the fireworks. He's yeah. ah! I saw that in the theater. <laughs> it's like armpits ripped off because like I saw that one in the theater, man. Right or something like. Ah! Ah! He's kind of more like an old person. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there were some cool scenes in the movie, but I remember being a grunt fest. No, it's, it, it's 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 the worst. It's goofy. It's not Don't like it. it's not. When it, you know, <laughs> I, like I, said, the, I saw that in the theater. I was, unlike the sophistication yeah. of Wild Zero. Yeah. Oh no. Well, honestly, <laughs> honestly, compared to like, there's like talent in the filmmaking of Wild Zero. Like the second you you want to know when there's something good going on, we get first person peeing into a urinal. I mean that you know. I was pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've, like I said. I don't think I've really seen that in movies. <laughs> That was one for that was a new one for me. It's a lot of cussing in it, just so I don't. I wouldn't show this to kids. It's a Japanese. It's fine. 
<laughs> you have to be able to read the curse words to get the full impact of them. What did that guy say? Uh, he said thank you. <laughs> no, I, I think this is a little more violent than I would usually choose to watch, even though it's silly. But I think that it is definitely worth it. It's It's a zombie movie, so you're kind of, you know, if you're watching a zombie movie, you're going to see some gore and some, you know organs being eaten or whatever. Right. Yeah, it's very that kind of cheesy overall where the blood is just way too bright red, like big, almost like it's lit up, but somehow red and really fake organs and stuff like that. So it's not like you're going to be like throwing up when you see this or it's not going to scare you. It's not a scary movie yeah. whatsoever. It's it's all good fun. <laughs> really bad CGI exploding oh, heads. God. Yeah, like... Uh, that was awesome. Like, <laughs> first Silent Hill-style mm-hmm. kind of graphics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was, yeah. I That's liked that, really actually. Good. There was something kind of charming to oh, that, yeah. to the, the head-popping kind of scenes. That's I don't a, know. It's a weird thing to say, but it's not kind of charming. Yeah. I like it when it's either, like, super unrealistic like this was, where it's like, yeah, like, PlayStation 1-level graphics. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like so realistic that it like it actually affects me but when it's when it the the closer it is to realistic the the less interesting it is to me because like the the level of detail and uh of craft that goes into cgi at like a big budget movie like if you have a big budget zombie movie and somebody's zombie's head get blown gets blown off it's it's naturally not going to look like something you'd imagine, but next year it's also going to look super outdated. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, this this looks outdated, but in such a charming way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it would like tra- outdated and charming. It's more like it's stylized, so it's okay. Yeah. It's the movie, mm-hmm. so it's, it goes with everything else because everything is even the people that aren't CDR are ridiculous. Just so you kind of just feel a little bit more laid back on going with it. So it won't be one of those movies where you're like, oh, God, this is just, that looks horrible. No. <laughs> you know. It's not shocking. It's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I kind of like the overall message of the the movie oh. as well. I don't know if you guys want to get into that. Zombies deserve love, too. Yeah. Wait, everybody oh, no, deserves no. love. That's not the... Well, <laughs> that's great Zombies moral. are full of gold. The moral of the whole... Like, it's, it's honestly just random shit flying all over this movie. There's no structure. There's only, I think, one whole message in this whole movie, and they they say it tons of times, so it's... There's no rules to rock and roll or love. (laughs) There's no boundaries to rock and roll or love. Yeah, it's kind of progressive, honestly. Although, at first, it seems like it's not based on his reaction, which, I mean, it's it's a movie from, what, 2000? So, 99? Yeah, it shouldn't. Progressive ideas in movies didn't exist, at least not in the U.S. I don't think. So one of the characters is revealed. I mean, it was a woman the whole time, and then it's revealed that she isn't. I mean, I I want to be delicate about what I'm saying here because she is a woman. What it, what it is the love interest was not what but she you has, would think. Yes, that she is. She is still a she. Yes. But she just happens to have a penis. She happens to have, <laughs> yes, male genitalia as defined by 
<laughs> medical community. See, it's so complicated. You can't even like back in in two thousand or ninety nine. You could just be like, "Oh, it's a she male" or something like that. But those terms they don't exist the same way they do exactly. anymore. Yeah. So it's like this woman just happens to have a penis, and it's shocking to our main hero Ace. But by the end, he realizes it doesn't matter. Yeah, rock and, and roll in love. No. No boundaries. <laughs> Two zombies look at each other. Well, no boundaries. I don't <laughs> There's know. There's no rules. I've seen a lot of um, movies with this kind of, or maybe I've just seen a few Japanese ones, where this is like the story. And it makes me wonder if there's like an ancient story or something yeah. that it references about like samurai or something. Because mm. I've mm. seen movies where someone falls in love with someone else and they're fighting the idea that this person is the same gender as them or or I don't know, something like that. Are you like Madame Butterfly or something? Is Madame Butterfly like That's where Jeremy Irons saw that guy's name. An old Japanese story or is that like a story from the West? Is it Japanese story about this guy who marries... uh, what he thinks is a beautiful, beautiful woman, married to for years, and then finds out it's actually a man. Which I don't know how you can. Well, no, I guess there is. <laughs> it could be a secret, I guess. Let's see. But it says the original Madame Opera was, or Madame Opera, Madame Butterfly was an Italian opera. Oh, not bad. But it was a based on a short story from 1898, which was based on a semi-autobiographical French novel from 1887. Wow. Which was based on, basically, yeah, I mean, the story can based be Based on this, back. based on that, based on this, But the true story that. seems to be from 1887, but you know this, Madam, this kind of Madam thing Madam Butterfly-esque. Yeah. Because, yeah. The, I mean, the <laughs> culture, women couldn't act, right? It was... As all the guys. You had to have men and... I'm sure they men tried to pretty themselves up to get the the right kind of roles, and who knows? Yeah. I didn't think the one with Jeremy Irons was very good, and I love Jeremy Irons. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just because it's a good story doesn't mean that it's a good movie. Out of it. By saying that, you would think the moral would be like, oh, well, it took time for him to fight. No, it's just like the main character, I guess, sometimes sees Guitar Wolf. Like... Because I guess he looks up to him so much. Well, it's kind of like his conscious thing. So it's like his hero that he looks up to. So I think somehow his mind kind of makes him see Guitar Wolf or he gets visions of Guitar Wolf telling him what the best moral thing to do is. And when he finds out that she has a penis, he freaks out. And he doesn't exactly like say anything mean to her or he wasn't mean. He just ran away because he didn't know what to do. And he's he's because been he's, yeah different levels of scaredy cat and different levels of brave so so he just kind of he doesn't like completely run away he just goes into another room and tries to think about it and while he's thinking about it his epiphany comes to from uh, Gatala screaming at him <laughs> saying go for it there's no boundaries to rock and roll or love and then and then he just disappears and <laughs> that's. The only That's thing, Tiffany. Wow. Yeah, the only thing I want to add to that statement is, is that he only in the film, mm-hmm. uh, from what what you see, he only begins to see Guitar Wolf after they've uh, they've shared uh, they become blood brothers essentially. Oh, essentially, because yeah. he saved his life. Yeah, 
after that kind of incongruent opening scene that doesn't really when you think about the rest of the movie that beginning scene with the whole like prostitute getting beaten up and the captain like having drugs and then them all holding guns on each other kind of doesn't really <laughs> fit in but it, it like establishes <laughs> it establishes ace as as this guy who we're going to follow and like why he knows Guitar Wolf, so it's yeah. it's good. I mean, I'm not complaining about it because the whole <laughs> thing was pretty cool. Well, what was I really about that scene too? Is like he just throws this like dog whistle, and he's like, he's like, if you ever need any help, just whistle. Oh, you yeah, know, and Guitar Wolf is the only one who could hear the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so it's so Superman and Jimmy Olsen. You know, I, I just I really liked that a lot. Like it really it really hit. I was just like, that's so cool. See, what I a cool story. When I remember the movie, I just remember finding with you know, rock and roll, but when you think of uh, Guitar Wolf being in it and fighting with rock and roll and, I guess, being the good guy in it, you don't really expect him to kind of just beat the <laughs> out of people that don't really deserve it and punch him in the face. He doesn't really seem to... <laughs> he's got his own agenda. He like, yeah. Yeah. like crazy things are going down. He just kind of like shrugs it off. Like, it's oh, you have this, this cool guy look. They're always like with their arms crossed, mm. or you know, an explosion will have behind them, and he's just slicking his hair back yeah. with the comb. And- <laughs> hey guys, just this like, is- not entirely an anti <laughs> anti hero, I would say. <laughs> no, but like he's definitely not like gonna save everyone, you know? Like it I seems, don't even think he notices anyone else. That's true. He just, <laughs> just kind of stands there for a long time. Like, in different poses. There's these people that run out in the street and try and stop and try and tell them zombies are there and he's just standing there looking cool on his motorcycle, <laughs> just revving it up over their voices. That's one of my favorite parts, with his just, like, straight face while they're, like, freaking out. Because he's such a badass. Like, he really... He, I don't know who he is, except for what I've seen in this movie, but I'm already like, he's a badass. Yeah. I love him. Um, I do think that the, like, just something I thought when I was watching the movie was that it seems like it is in, like, a standalone universe. Yeah. Like, they, their setup of them being this punk rock band or whatever, rock and roll band, they, whatever they want to call themselves. Mm-hmm. They have this following, and all of this stuff goes down with Ace in the beginning, and he's introduced to them, and there's sort of this, like, storyline where they're kind of going through the middle of nowhere, and I was just thinking, this doesn't look like it's in Japan, like, and then it turned out, we looked it up, and it was made in uh, Thailand, Mm -hmm. and it seems kind of, it's, like, hot. And, like, the plants are kind of almost, like, tropical-looking in some places. Like, um, like, yeah, reedy jungle kind of looking. And there's, like, a pivotal moment in the story where there's at this gas station, and it looks like there aren't any other cars. Like, it's kind of almost like an old, like, American movie that's, like, a horror story. <laughs> yeah. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. or something. It's got the little like, bit of that vibe. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, that kind of quiet, eerie, like, like still atmosphere. Scary. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, that reminded me of 
uh, like Night of the Living Dead and yeah. other zombie movies because it's like there's nobody around in places where there should be people except for when all you know suddenly the undead do show up all of a sudden you realize why there's nobody there you know mm-hmm. that the undead aren't going to stay in one place they go looking for meat and they say in here but um they don't really like it they're not classical zombies what i'd say in american cinema uh, I explained before that they do have thought, but sometimes when some of the characters are alive go by them, they're just kind of popping and locking and then <laughs> like waving their arms around like those. Uh, dance. <laughs> it looks like they're kind of raving. <laughs> like, how much of a fuss you make determines whether they're going to attack you. They're just, they're just throwing shapes the whole time. Yeah, they're throwing, throwing shapes left and right. There's a scene where one of them tries to close a door on them, and all you see is their hands doing, like, raver. <laughs> and there's even a naked guy just there popping and locking in the driveway when it shows the outside of the building. Can I be in your movie? I'm already naked. Yeah. <laughs> spray paint him gray, quick. And spray paint him blue. <laughs> so, what do you, uh, Aaron, um, your favorite character, the captain, uh, what do you oh. think of his shorts? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy! Like know. they did a really good job. I'm gonna have to say they did a really oh. good job with this guy because from the very get go, you just hate him. You don't even have to hear what he says yet, and you're just like, "Ugh, yuck!" This guy is just slimy. Well, I mean, they did a great job. Like <laughs> I hated him immediately. Like this is like maybe like you know, I well, the first time you see is hit making someone punch a woman on the floor. Yeah, so but I'm just saying. Really... But I'm just saying the way they. The way they structured his clothing, these really short shorts. His costume. Really bad wig. His persona. He's wearing a <laughs> mushroom. Himself. He's wearing a mushroom wig. I wouldn't say he's a slender guy, but he's not big. He's just kind of the short dude wearing really short clinging, no underwear shorts. and uh, So bad. It's opened on the side. They lace up lace. the side. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just walking around like that's normal. It's like a Prince Valiant hairdo, like... um. Like Javier Bardem has in No Country for Old Men. Yeah, but I was, I was, I was afraid of him. You guys are just talking about all this sexiness. I can't the best part of that whole outfit is he's just wearing like a regular shirt and these shorts, and then in the back is a giant like glitter or gemmed uh, fanny pack. <laughs> he accessorizes. And then a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's wearing like was it boots or what kind of this? In the beginning, he's wearing like white shoes and socks, like a white ensemble. Yeah, I think it's gonna go golfing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of Tennessee or something. Eighties so tennis lace up shorts. Yeah, you just you just want to hate him, and they did a great job. Like I was like, oh yeah. I don't want to see this guy anymore. <laughs> the music stands on its own. I mean, oh, I the music is so good in this movie that, like, they could have put it in front of anything and it would have looked cool. But it's just awesome to see Guitar Wolf doing his thing. Yeah. And the rocker hero, Ace, like, trying to emulate him and use the rock and roll power to, like, get through. <laughs> and I, uh, I was thinking a lot about Karen O and the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Oh yeah, <laughs> because of the video they have with all the guys in leather. Yeah, and then also like just heads will roll too. Like yeah, there was totally. like more than one song of theirs came to mind. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> has that kind of feel to it. 
Yeah. Like the style. Yeah, just kind of the style of it all. Because yeah, 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 kind of do that in their music video where they like to mix kind of a cheesy horror mm-hmm. thing to it with that really hard, like, old rock and roll look. Yeah. Like, really. And a lot of, like, yeah, leather-studded jackets and just, yeah, the yeah. whole... But at the same time, I would definitely say it has uh, more of a rockabilly kind of thing, I think, that makes him stand out a little bit more, the guitar wolf. God, they keep gracing their hair back. Yeah, they have pomps. So, uh, yeah, it's become a drinking game on there, is that whenever they comb their hair, you're supposed to take a drink mm-hmm. <laughs> in the movie. What was the other one? Whenever they slick their hair back, say rock and roll. Fire comes out of anything. Fire comes out mm-hmm. of anything, that's when you're supposed to drink. I don't know why it's called a game. I think it's just let's watch this and get drunk. Mm-hmm. The DVD specifically says, uh, please drink responsibly when playing the drinking game. Because you can pretty much get drunk within the first, like... I've seen another import-like cult movie that had a DVD-type thing like that that was like, oh, a drinking game built into the DVD. So maybe there was like a chain of them that came out, or like a series of DVDs Mm. that had been popular on VHS, and they're like, oh, people drink to these or something. So you were saying that the, this, you think like this movie exists in its own bottle world movie type thing? Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like the country is a mishmash. It's mm. got Japanese people. It's in Thailand. But it's taken from all these scenarios of America. Mm. And there's aliens. Oh, I was thinking that if there was another movie that I could think of that existed in the same world, it'd be Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, I didn't um, even put that together. Use rock and roll to fight. Yeah. And <laughs> is he, is there like an alien or like superhuman life force that happens behind Gideon in the movie? Or is no, that just but, in the comics? But I mean, it's crazy enough that there could be. Yeah. <laughs> the closest thing I think of is the vegan police being in like a, yeah. a power. But um, in the. From the Scott Pilgrim. In the manga, they have a more kind of over the top ending that. Yeah, he's, insinuates more. He's got all his ex girlfriends in sci-fi. In yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd been cool to see that in the movie. But the whole the rock and roll music, the action, and all that stuff. You know, Scott Pilgrim's not as violent, but you could you could tell probably that. Uh, what's the name of the guy who did Scott Pilgrim? The Brian Leo Brian Leo Malley, and also the the guy who directed the movie probably were Edgar like, Wright. oh yeah, we've seen this stuff. We know what we want to aim for. Mm. I can see that. I love Scott oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't doubt it because it's it's pretty big cult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I think the, the the because there was a lot of the you know you have to believe mm-hmm. you know yeah, in, in in this movie that we just watched Wild Zero, which is emulated in Scott Pilgrim. I want to you know I could be able to, I gotta believe you know mm-hmm. so. I yeah. just love that like battle bass line that Scott starts playing when he's facing oh, off. Yeah. Bum, 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 yeah. Bum, 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 bum. yeah, I think that they got a lot of influence from this. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Campo, for uh, for recommending this one. It's a really yeah. fun movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a fun. Movie. I haven't seen this movie in years, so I was really happy to see it again. Thank <laughs> you, because I I remember you saying the first time you told me that. Um, you and Joel and friends wanted to do a uh, sci-fi podcast. This is the f- one of the ones I'm like, oh, I got I got some movies lined up. <laughs> I like it. I approve. Yeah, this was great. Uh, I'm interested to see the version. You said that you guys have both like know 
oh. there are parts that are missing from this DVD. Yes. Yeah, um... Which is oh, interesting. Uh, you know, I remember there being a real, like a longer fight scene between the main pervert guy and uh, Guitar Wolf, but in the DVD that we just bought, it's like seems to be missing from it, and I don't know if it's if I need to get a special edition or maybe because this one is. Um, let's see. Just maybe uh, it might have been edited. Through the, yeah, yeah, edited out by whatever is helping him release in the U.S. or doing the subtitle or whatever, cut it out, because I don't know what. It's kind of unfortunate, but yeah. the overall film still is really amazing and yeah. fun to watch. I just felt the intensity in a very pivotal scene at the end was a little bit less, unfortunately. Yeah, if there was a longer UFO-like battle, like you guys are saying, yeah. it would have had more of an impact, because it's like the whole UFO part of this movie just doesn't really seem to, I mean... It's like, you can understand why it's there because the whole meteorite space they thing. They could have again, dropped it if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have to be there. And, and at the end, he like uh, Guitar Wolf splits like the mothership in half with his sword. That's and badass. <laughs> it's like okay, he did like, that. Uh, like no sweat. What does it mean? No worries, guys. I got this. <laughs> I kept waiting to find out if he was an alien or if he was like some kind of superhuman. But it's just the rock and roll. Like That's he's right. a rock and roll yeah. god, and he can fight the aliens and the zombies. Yeah. I don't know how he does it with sunglasses at night, though. <laughs> My other he's favorite. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, there was a scene though, like coolness and rock and roll are tied together. Oh, yeah. There's when they're looking for their friend, and he finds the comb, and he's all, "Huh, look at this comb." Probably his mom. So uncool. Disappointed, <laughs> <laughs> like he probably stole this from his mother. <laughs> so uncool. Like, oh, dairy. Like, a little less respect. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. When they, when they part, he hands him a comb. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you've got your own. Here, here you go, go Big boy comb. <laughs> take man. this one back to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take your mother's things. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I feel it was like. It wasn't like, you're uncool for using your mom's comb. It was more like, have more respect for your mother's stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe um maybe when you do if you do want to get uh the movie or buy it probably just to see if there's like an extended version or cuz maybe that's what I saw as an extended version mm. and not the actual theatrical release. I imagine you only got you got the one that was only available the only one available on Amazon because it was like if you look up Wild Zero on Amazon you get that DVD and then if you scroll farther, there are a bunch of different things called Wild Zero besides mm -hmm. that. And then the soundtrack, which we discovered tonight, which is oh, on there somewhere. <gasps> which it's my the birthday, soundtrack. Aaron. Let's get it. You should get the soundtrack if you're not yeah. interested in the movie because it's rocking. Soundtrack's it's, awesome. It's awesome. I love Guitar Wolf. He has a very raw sound to him. Uh, he's definitely, I think, one of the top uh, Grace guitarists. In the world, <laughs> I think. Um, it's because he's got a samurai sword in there. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> helps. I, th things that I found pretty amazing about Guitar Wolf in this movie, other than the obvious slaying zombies and everything, is how like sometimes he'll just play a little bit of his guitar to like... like he's like, bored or something? No, 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 just to like, announce his like entry in a scene, like he's on top of a building, and he'll just play it. 
Or sometimes it's like his guitar is more important than ex- like shootout scene. There's one where someone's shooting at him and he goes behind a rock and he's like, oh, my guitar's out of tune. Oh, yeah, he like tunes it real quick. <laughs> That's where he draws a line. Oh, it's yeah. gone out of tune? Oh, you've gone too far. <laughs> and one of my other favorite moments is just out of nowhere. It's when Ace rides his little scooter or whatever moped up to uh, <laughs> up to this van that he sees pulled over on the side of the road, and he kind of walks up to it, and it's like completely silent. No one else is around. He walks up, and behind, when he turns the corner of this van and sees what's behind it, it's just a bunch of zombies like feasting on the bodies of these people that were in the van, but. The best part is that there's this scream that happens, like, over the audio at the, at the moment you see it happening, and it's just so funny. It's so It's good. like, I, I just said, excuse me, and we, like, rewound it, because it was, like, so good. It's so good. It really makes the scene, though. Yeah, it does. Because well, I was trying to They picture- do it again later, too. Like, I was trying to... I was trying to picture the scene without the scream, and I was just like, oh, looks like there's some zombies eating some people. Because, <laughs> like, there's like, these three close camera on the screen. Ace makes some it's, like, faces. instant. Like, it's, it's within the second that it's in sight, and they just start scaring. If you've ever seen the Mighty Boosh, it's, like, the moment that he's in old Greg's den, and he says Curly Jefferson or something like that, and they, like, zoom in on the body, and it's, like, a scream at the same time. Totally. <laughs> it's something like Greg. that. Quickly make an assessment. <laughs> it's like when that guy goes behind... The dumpster in Mulholland Drive and sees that. Oh yeah! Oh my God! That moment is ridiculous. <laughs> no, I don't. Li- I don't like that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> they did it one more time in this movie as well. There's one more scene where the um the couple who were in the van or a separate van are just like walking out in the woods and then they see zombies eating people. They also did the screen. I know. Too. So I was like, yeah. I heard it again, yeah. and I was like. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like how everyone else is just screaming, except for, all right, there's a military chick that just wears no pants and this weird bodysuit and high heels, because, you know, so I go to war in high heels all the, the zombies time. zombies <laughs> tore her clothing. She's, yeah. she's very upset about that. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty specific of the zombies. <laughs> While she was taking a shower to make sure that they tore up their, her clothes, I was like, oh. That's kind of weird, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but, that's um, very that's kind of weird pervert so, zombies. So she's just like kind of just gun crazy chick, and there's she's like a wolf and the friend. So everyone else is going ha ah, ah, but they're just very calm. They blew off someone's head at a scene, and they look at it and it's like, oh man, that's kind of gross. Oh, look at that, and just poking it with their gun, like, ooh, look at that. Are you looking at it? Look at that. That's gross. <laughs> she's kind of like a La Femme Nikita character that's like in this bodysuit that's like. All houndstooth with like matching houndstooth heels. <laughs> yeah, but like no, and, like a bathing suit kind of. Yeah, that's fierce. Yeah, <laughs> and she just has legs that it's go like, on forever. <laughs> it's like a Beyonce, all the single ladies outfit, yeah. <laughs> and she's trying to be taken so seriously as some military like badass. In it. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got the it's, feeling that she was like some sort of arms dealer. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, like, yeah. like yeah, that's what that's what she yeah, was. Yeah. No reason. She's just there. Well, she was she was going to go sell the Yakuza or whatever. 
I'd want an outfit like Guitar Wolf's out of all the outfits we saw. Totally. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's all be Guitar Wolf. Definitely going to spend several minutes just combing my hair. Putting on sunglasses. I'm going to make a microphone out of the toilet paper and then just put streamers, so when I yell into it, all the red <laughs> will oh, fly cool. out like it's fire. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I've been throwing around the idea of us, like, taking some days and, like, making some mini-movies about the episodes that we've actually already I would already love covered. to do that. Like, I've already had, like, uh, in my brain, a storyboarding of how we would do Kroll. <laughs> 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 you know, like, these videos would be, like, a minute long. Sure. I just want to do, like, a quick summary, but with us, like, acting out little bits oh, I of wanna, it. Like, I want to be Guitar Wolf. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you are Guitar Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the guitar and the wolf. Oh, uh, we do need to get that guitar, you're right. <laughs> now we definitely got to get here in those shorts. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, oh. Wait, does that mean that we get to act out uh, <laughs> Save the Green Planet? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you from Andromeda? Mm-hmm. The bees. <laughs> actually, I, speak- I'll, I'll dress in a bee costume. Yeah. <laughs> it'll fall down. That, that was actually kind of a cool thing they did with the UFOs in this movie, though. They kind of made it look like a bee swarm. They look like, yeah, They were kind of doing the whole, really, you know. Like, no reason. I don't know what they're yeah, doing, but no they look idea. like a swarm of bees. Maybe they were trying to help, and then everyone screwed up by just trying. No, actually, they weren't. Because when the spaceship went down, all the zombies went down. Yeah, they all died. They all died. It was the aliens. I bet they're just laughing. They're just having a great afternoon. If it was in the same universe as uh, Save the Green Planet. Well, that means the planet's going to be destroyed anyway. Oh, it means Guitar World died. He didn't save it. it. It can be like Hitchhikers, where there's different... Earths and different yeah. dimensions. There you go. Nobody's crying in this world. No. <laughs> well, well, too busy screaming. Ace cries when, he, when he's talking about what a loser he is. He doesn't really. He just kind of does that silent mouth open, no tears cry. I'm going to have to say that it's definitely a little bit of a frustrating scene, like right before he cries when he's trying to get the axe. <laughs> so I was just, just like, thinking about that. Because it's just like, you know, dude, just pull the table. I could have got just that pull the, yeah, Just yeah. pull the table over. <laughs> Silly. Well, I mean, that's another thing with the zombies. Like, for people to be screaming on the floor and the zombies are just kind of jazz hand- handing them. Like, like, oh no, don't. What's going on? Mm-hmm. No, it's awesome, though. Oh my gosh. Space and zombies go together because, you know, Night of the Living Dead is all from a meteor. And then I just watched Night of the Creeps, which is another meteor, but. Like bugs come out of it that infect people. That oh, cool. yeah, yeah. I've never seen that one. I, gotta I see already that one. know the next movie. All right. I'll keep it a hush hush. Good. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I've ever seen a zombie movie mm-hmm. before this. Oh, really? You never seen Resident there's, Evil? There's so many different <laughs> types of zombies. It's really interesting. What? Is it an evil? I don't think I have. No, she's never seen Resident Evil. That's a classic. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. That's a classic, Joel. No. I love that movie. I'm trying to think of other... You never saw Shaun of the Dead. I tried to watch Shaun of the Dead, and it got a little bit gross, and I was like, I don't know if I'm up for this. I think I just turned it off. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess... Oh, well, then maybe I shouldn't recommend that one. I'm trying to think of anything. I haven't seen Zombieland. I haven't seen 28 Days Later. Mm. haven't seen... Uh, well, not to get too technical. We haven't seen Hotel Transylvania? 
Uh, <laughs> is yeah. Children of the Corn zombies, or is that just alien no. pods Children or of something? the Corn? No. No, those no. are like cult kids. No. Okay. Stephen King. Uh, zombie, 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 zombie. Stephen King's only done one zombie thing. Yeah. Right? The cell phone oh. zombie thing. What? Cellular. Yeah. What? Did they make that into what? a movie? They never made it into a thing. Okay. It's just a book. It's, it's really good, though. I like the book. <clears throat> but then again, I kind of just like Stephen King. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of poop. Listen, talking about it, Lego Gears <laughs> is great. <laughs> when you see the way Stephen King, like his opinions of what each year's best movies are, you can understand why none of his movies are that good. Like, uh, because he's got, man, he's got some crazy taste. Like, not good. Mm. Are you throwing some shade? Yes. Joel has taste, okay? Stephen King does not. (laughs) He's got got taste. It's just, you know. Not the same taste? He's (laughs) dipping raspberries in the mayo, and I'm (laughs) a human being. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, because Joel likes Stephen King. I'll have to do some research on, on... what movies he likes? You look at it, like because he always writes like a top ten for EW yeah. at the end of the year, and that's zombie, it's like zombie, zombie, I'll, I'll 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 look it up. Don't worry. No, I'm trying to think of zombie. Just, movies I want to have a laugh. So. No, me too. Crazy. I'm I'm really trying to figure uh, out if there right. is a zombie movie. Oh, I've seen that one with Will Smith. Oh, I am Legend. I am Legend. Those aren't that's really zombies. Nice. No, I know that. That's the reason I saw that one because I was like, that's not going to scare me. That's like not even real. <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> it's full of jump scares. That's why I don't like. Really? There's no jump scares in this movie, so A no, plus. No jump scares. Uh, kind of gory, but the very cheap, very very cheesy. I think. Yeah, I or... thought the first scene was the roughest, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was the roughest. Seeing that lady get beat up was just kind of like what? And the and the shootout thing with the fingers. Yeah. And yeah. And stuff like that. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. But. I think we're emphasizing too much that this movie is a zombie movie because I I don't think it's fair it's, to call yeah. it that. No, it's a movie with like that is rock. It's a rock and roll movie. Mm-hmm. Zombies are very inconsequential. I mean, I mean they become more consequential near the end of the film, I guess. But yeah, it's just kind of like a oh, this happened. It's like amazing rock and roll. Yeah, it's Japanese cool. coolness, it's, rockabilly, motorcycle, gun firing, <laughs> explosions. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Explosions, yes, thank you. It's, it's awesome. It's just one of those things where if you sat down anyone that's really into rock or punk and they're like, you know what's really cool? Zombies. I love zombies. Wouldn't oh, yeah. it be cool if there's aliens and zombies? Yeah. How about rock and roll and then <laughs> explosions? It's all great tastes that go there great go. together. Yeah. We're going to watch this rock and roll movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to yeah. like it. Yeah. That's for, yeah, yeah, he did it. Coolness. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Kempo. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Awesome <laughs> sauce. I'm glad you liked it. Awesome sauce, yes. I was kind of worried a little bit. No. Because I forgot if it was legitimately like gory or not. Oh, yeah, that would have been... That part I didn't remember. That would have been a, a little goofy. You know, the, I feel like we did watch something recently that was pretty gross. Oh, Event Horizon has some gross stuff in it. And Sarah, you handled that pretty well. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying you're you're all of a sudden a gorehound, but <laughs> I'm scarred for I, life. I think that Event Horizon, <laughs> no. Event Horizon is worse than World Zero. Was. See, I, I was kind of worried about uh, when I brought the Save the Green Planet to. I was like, I don't remember. It's kind of tortury, but I don't know. I'd say that one's more hardcore than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I've always got my eyelids. I can just close my Aww. eyes if it gets too bad. <laughs> They're ready to get triggered at any moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can close my eyes if I want to. So, next week, we've got something going on. And uh, in order to get into it, I'm going to read this email from a familiar friend of all of ours. Oh. Hello, Aaron, Joel, and Sarah. It's Spencer, the doppelganger guy. And Joel's <laughs> friend. <laughs> I have two. No, no, three. Suggestions for episodes. First, a movie from 1965 called The Tenth Victim. It's a cheesy, campy, kind of silly, fun, goofy, sci-fi Italian film. It's weird, but worth watching. I dig it. (laughs) Secondly, a 1979 Soviet sci-fi film called Stalker. It's a beautiful, thoughtful piece of cinema. Just see it. Last, The Gladiators by Peter Watkins from 1969. It's not great, but we're seeing. So, there's that. I love the cast, the pod, and the podcast. Salutations from Spencer Seams, the doppelganger guy. <laughs> P.S. Could you plug my monthly column, This Seems Interesting, on Rhymes with Nerdy? That's this, S-E-A-M-S, interesting, on Rhymes with Nerdy. It's about overlooked people and events from history. Spencer writes some great articles. Cool. Uh, like, he writes about piece of history that most people don't talk about, women's history and, and uh, oh, really? black history and, I'll and stuff all. like that. I'll have to go look it up. Yeah, it's real good cool. stuff. But I think that we, Spencer has been the most responsive of the people that we communicate about the podcast, frankly. And suggestions. So he's kind yeah. of a special friend to us, and uh, next week... We intend to have him on to talk about the movie yes. he picked called Silent Running. Oh man, I'm so excited! Mm-hmm. I, I I have to say that uh, uh, Doppelganger was one of the most interesting things <laughs> I've ever seen, and so I can't wait to see what else this man is uh, has uh, another gotten store for us. and the secrets he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. looking forward to it. And if all else works out, uh, getting locating these movies that he's recommended, the tenth victim. Uh, Stalker and the Gladiators, then we'll also cover those for the rest of the month, you know, one each week until those are through, and then go back to somewhat of a normal schedule. We'll see what happens. We don't know mm-hmm. how it works out, but definitely next week we're going to try to get Spencer awesome. on the podcast. I'm up for some adventure. Running. Let's do this. Bruce Dern. I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah? Well, thanks, listeners, for listening to. Thank you. Mm. You guys are great. Yeah. yeah Thanks we, to anybody who's been listening. Absolutely. And see, if you write into emails to us, we might worship at your altar on occasion. No. <laughs> We'd be glad to plug any of your stuff if you want to send any emails. You know, we're happy to share the small amount of audience we have. <laughs> <laughs> so email us if you have any suggestions or comments. And please don't email. Uh, please don't email. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too, though. Yes. We probably should buy that up quick. <laughs> Please don't podcast at gmail.com. So, uh, if you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash pdsmios. Uh, if you subscribe to us on iTunes or get the podcast in general on iTunes, we would appreciate if you left us a star rating or a written review. Either way would be great. Thank you very much for listening, no matter what you do. Guys, thank you for being on the podcast again. You're welcome. I hope that you thought of some lessons while we were talking here. 
because it's very important. Every week we need to apply or, or provide some wisdom to our audience because that's why they really listen. They want to learn. Hmm. So who's got a lesson for us from Wild Zero? I think uh, my lesson is uh, if you're broke and you're driving a van through the country looking for meteorites, when you find a gas station, don't flick out your butter your, your butterfly knives immediately. <laughs> your butter knife? Your butter knives. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should communicate with those in there and, and figure out what's going on and then just maybe casually just steal stuff from a gas station. Because you know what? I don't think they were going to, like, say anything <laughs> if you'd just taken the money from the register. But no. You had to flip, flip those knives out like a crazy person. That guy was under a lot of pressure. I, I, I caught that feeling, but man, I'm just saying. That guy's back. hair was awesome. It, his, his fro well, was I didn't cool. mention that before. But it, his hair. Asian fro is a beautiful, rare Something thing. Something else. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. But that's my advice. Very good. Uh, let's see. I guess it, you know, if you like some chick, it doesn't matter if she has a penis. It's all good. <laughs> you only live once. Come on. If I Come had on. A, a dime for every time somebody said that. Come on. I would have so many dimes. She likes you. I really did like that romance, though. Oh, I thought it was nice. It was, really, it was, it was, nice. Really nice. It was yeah. a good yeah. message. Good message. I'm happy. Right. Yeah. It's too bad those zombies who were in love died at the end, but the rest were nice. But then they said it doesn't matter if she didn't care about dying because she knew she was going to be with that guy forever. Yeah. Also awesome, yeah. And that it's better to die knowing love instead of just being alive with all your guns and not feeling it whatsoever. She gets to be with Asian Steve Buscemi for the rest of her life, or death, or whatever. Looks good to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but seriously, if she's got a penis... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Love is love. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what do you think? <laughs> Rock and roll. Bleeps in the bucket. <laughs> Everybody's got to have one, right? You Joel? mean the least I'm meows. Sorry. I don't think I can. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> it's, it's hard follow up, Joel. Uh, but it's okay. I've been on this. I've, been, I've had this pressure before at this point. You can, you can deal. You can deal. It's okay, yeah. If you want to be a really cool dude, like cooler than Guitar Wolf, step one. Don't steal your mother's comb. <laughs> That's the best I can yeah. do. Yeah. Rock True. and roll. Bravo. Bravo. Rock and roll. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Annyeong. Annyeong.